Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi everyone, I'm David Garrido and yes, it's another edition of the La Liga Lowdown mini pods and you've got some more squad members to get to know in the next 15 minutes. So coming up... Barcelona miss Messi at Malaga, but it makes no difference. Now it's all about Chelsea. The Cules are desperate to dethrone their eternal rival as Champions League title holders and be the newly crowned champions of Europe themselves. That's Diego. Plus we hear from fans from both Barca and Atletico who are now concentrating on Moscow and beyond. I think the important right now is the Europa League okay. because the, the league is for Barcelona, I think. Valencia in fourth open up the gap between themselves and Sevilla in fifth. As Paco tells us, it was their biggest test of the season, a make or break moment for Marcelino's squad, and they rose up to the challenge beautifully. And Levante get a vital win to take them away from the bottom three teams who all lose. Top story. Well, first of all, a huge congratulations from all of us here at La Liga Lowdown to Lionel Messi. He's become a father for a third time, posting on Instagram that his new son, Ciro, had been born. It meant that he pulled out of Barcelona's trip to Malaga, understandably, but it meant diddly squat in the end at La Rosaleda, where Barcelona effectively threw the La Liga title away last season, where they reversed the scoreline this time and won 2-0. And had it not been for the Malaga keeper, Roberto, well, it could have been more. Luis Suarez set them on their way with a header from Jordi Alba's superb cross. And the second was sublime. The excellent Usman Dembele centering for Philippe Coutinho to backheel flip past the keeper their two most expensive signings totaling 250 million euros combining there well Nesta Valverde was especially impressed with Dembele praising his determination in taking players on and his ability to drop his marker as with that second goal and that was that save for Malaga Samuel Garcia deservedly getting a red card for a very late challenge on Jordi Alba so Barcelona maintaining their advantage at the top and also staying unbeaten in La Liga 10 games left to try and go invincible in Spain's top division. And so now Barca turn their attention to arguably their biggest game of the season so far, the home leg of their Champions League last 16 tie with Chelsea, the scoreline 1-1 from Stamford Bridge. Let's chat to our man on the ground in Barcelona. Diego Lorin has the lowdown on this one. Diego, after the Malaga results, what's the general feeling where you are on this game with Chelsea and what is at stake for Barca and their season? 
David, let me tell you something. Don't be fooled by the fact that Barca pretty much has La Liga wrapped up at this point. And don't be fooled by the fact neither that Barca also has their tickets booked to a Copa del Rey final. Meaning that with relative ease, they could win a doblete at the end of the season. What the Cules want is to win the Champions League final at the end of the season. The Cules are desperate to dethrone their eternal rival as Champions League title holders and be the newly crowned champions of Europe themselves. Make no mistake. Cheers to that, Diego. So what about the Cules themselves? Well, Diego's been out and about, gauging the mood. I think uh, the worst, uh, probably repeat what happened uh, four years ago. It was uh, Messi filling the penalty at the last moment, this goal at the last second that uh, made Barca couldn't make it to the final. I think Barca want to win. Uh, but only for one goal or something like that. It's going to be a difficult game because uh, Chelsea is a difficult team to win. Three-peat this year, triplete? Oof, it's too early to think about that. I think La Liga it's won, uh, La Copa too, but Champions League, maybe semi-finals, it's okay. That's a big talking. I believe in this team. Uh, they have uh, still a lot more to work on, but... Uh, I think they can do great things this year. We'll see how Barcelona fare on Wednesday night. As for second place Atletico Madrid, they're doing what they can to keep Barcelona honest and are now scoring for fun. A 3-0 win over Celta means that they've netted 16 in their last five games and the Wanda Metropolitano is fast becoming a fortress for Diego Simeone's side. It is seven home wins in a row without conceding. Ewan McTair is our man in Madrid. Ewan, this is stirring stuff from Atletico. Tell us about the goals. Well, there were some really great goals, weren't they? First, Griezmann finds himself in a really tight space in the crowded box just in the stroke of half-time. Pulls off a move which tells us all that he's been taking salsa classes in secret. Then he just pings it in the top corner. And he turned provider 10 minutes after the break to set up Vitolo with a beautiful pass. And with Julian Lopetegui in the stands, I think Vitolo now owes Griezmann a favour or two, maybe even a free salsa class. And then Angel Correa came on and scored after just four minutes, slotting the ball into the bottom corner and confirming the win. And is there any chance of Atletico still having an impact in this La Liga title race? Yeah, of course they can still catch Barcelona. I mean, Barcelona still have to visit Sevilla, visit Celta Vigo. They have Real Madrid in El Clasico where anything can happen. And we've seen them fumble some points away already in 2018. It's true that Atletico have two away trips to Villarreal and Real Madrid next, but the points are well and I think they can even take six points from these games. We'll soon find out if they do. But if they do, the title race is still on. Now, I spoke to a few Atleti fans outside the Wanda Metropolitano after the Celta win and asked them what they think the focus should be for the team, whether it's La Liga or the Europa League. It's safe to say that the response was mixed. They want to hold on to the second place yeah. in the league and, and uh, go on to win the Europa League. I think the Liga has always been uh, the focus for Atletico Madrid. It's more important because the real competition is with Real Madrid and Barcelona. So I think it's uh, it's a big thing for them to win that. I think it's more important. I think the important right now is the Europa League okay. because the, the league is for Barcelona, I think. 
Good to hear from the Atleti faithful there and thank you to you. And by the way, Antoine Griezmann has 16 goals in La Liga this season and eight in his last four league games. But Cristiano Ronaldo has been absolutely flying. His last month has featured seven games in all competitions, scoring in every single one and netting 13 goals in total. His first against Eibar was utter class from Real Madrid. The Basques gifting possession to Luka Modric, his beautiful outside-the-boot ball picking out CR7, who chested it down into his own path and rifled home. Ivan Ramis's headed equaliser meant the Madrid had to go again, and despite Marco Dimitrovic putting off some fine saves to keep Cristiano out, he could do nothing about his bullet header from Dani Carvajal's cross. 2-1 then to Madrid at Ipurua, but one little footnote from this game was how Sergio Ramos took himself off for a few minutes to go to the little boys' room. Yet Sergio had been caught short, and Zinedine Zidane confirmed as much afterwards, saying his captain had indeed soiled himself. What a lovely image. Uh, enough of the toilet humour though. Madrid's victory on Saturday lunchtime meant that in the very next game, Valencia needed to keep up the pace at one of the famed fortresses of La Liga, the Estadio Ramón Sánchez Pizjuán. A 2-0 win over Sevilla means that Los Cher now have an 11-point advantage over Vincenzo Montella's side in the race for the Champions League. Well, La Liga Lowdown's Paco Pollitt is not only a consummate broadcaster, but he's also an excellent teacher in his spare time. So he asked Paco to give us a 30-second report on each of the teams. Sevilla. They tried but failed to deliver. It was the biggest game for a team that needed to win in order to keep open the Champions League window. But the problems in the midfield, their lack of attacking efficiency and poor defending in key moments punished them harshly. A perfect example was Sergio Scudero being dazzled by the sun in Rodrigo's opening goal. Once the team was trailing in the scoreboard, it never seemed they could turn it around. They didn't play a bad game, but it seemed their collective minds were focused on this week's game against Manchester United. I'll give them a pass for effort, so that's a 5 out of 10. Valencia. It was their biggest test of the season, a make-or-break moment for Marcelino's squad, and they rose up to the challenge beautifully. Rodrigo, obviously, with his two goals, but also Geoffrey Condogbia, who pocketed all Sevilla's midfield, he capped his brilliant game with two classy assists and an overall dominance that saw a nice balance with Neto Murata's antics. Valencia's keeper was a true beast with magnificent saves. The greats are in for Valencia and they look pretty good. 9 out of 10. Congratulations. Wow, 5 and 9. Not easy to impress our Paco, but thank you for that. European contenders. Well, after Sevilla's defeat, they are well adrift in fifth place now, so maybe their best chance of making it into the Champions League next season is perhaps to win the thing this season. So all eyes on Old Trafford on Tuesday night, where it's 0-0 against Manchester United from the first leg of that last 16 tie. Meanwhile, Villarreal are one point behind Sevilla in sixth after a valuable 2-0 away win in Las Palmas. Carlos Baca with an emphatic finish, and such was the Canary Islanders' hapless defending that he was given two more golden chances within the next four minutes, but he missed them both. Nicolas Sansone's injury time penalty sealed the victory. At Girona, another point behind in seventh, having beaten Deportivo La Coruña 2-0 on Friday night. Christian Stuani netting again for their first, Juanpe with the second, making it five straight wins at Montelivi for Pablo Machin. Girona really are the gift that keeps on giving and in a really good way. Real Betis can go eighth if they beat Alaves away in the Monday night game. Relegation battle. 
So the bottom three all lose, all by two goals to nil. So it's as you were in the drop zone. Malaga are also on their worst run in La Liga history. Seven consecutive defeats. And Jose Gonzalez has taken just two points from the 27 on offer since he's been in charge. It's a dire situation. And how about this for a huge game next weekend? Deportivo versus Las Palmas. Second bottom against third bottom on Saturday lunchtime. But for all of those teams in trouble, well, their lives have just got even tougher. Paco Lopez had an immediate effect as new head coach of Levante, getting their first win in 16 in La Liga at Getafe, a tough team, but a team who wasted several clear opportunities at the Coliseum Alfonso Perez. Jorge Molina hit the post in the first half. Angel Rodriguez headed over the bar in the second with an empty net to aim for before Levante scored. The Getafe defence left Coque completely unmarked at a corner and he simply headed in. Levante saw out the remaining 11 minutes plus stoppages and they are now four points above the bottom three with 10 games to go. A little bit of breathing space. And for them, the home matches are now key. Not just Eibar next, but then both Las Palmas and Malaga come to the Estadio Ciudad de Valencia. Absolutely massive games. The other games on match day 28. Espanyol's 2-1 victory at home to Real Sociedad with the Vistas once again letting a lead slip. William Jose got his first start in over a month and opened the scoring just before half-time before Leo Baptistao equalised on the volley and Gerard Moreno got the winner. It means that La Real have dropped 21 points from winning positions in La Liga this season. Add that to their current tally and they would be two points off fourth place. But as it stands, they're 13th with Espanyol 12th and unbeaten in seven in La Liga, although five of those have been draws. Both of these teams should survive comfortably, but after disappointing seasons. An athletic club made it eight home league games unbeaten by beating Leganes 2-0. Raul Garcia with both goals inside the first 20 minutes, and then he got booked later, standard. Two more difficult games follow, though, for Athletic, as they try to overturn a 3-1 deficit at home to Marseille on Thursday in the Europa League, and then travel to the Camp Nou to face Barcelona on Sunday. Right, time for your three-word verdicts from the weekend. We punted this out on Twitter and you have responded. Thank you very much to Simon, who's a Sevilla fan. At Espas1992 went for Europa It Is. Oh, yeah, afraid so. On a similar theme, Somsunda Mishra has gone for Zidane versus Marcelino, the race for third place in La Liga. Chris McCormack goes Ronaldo in 2018. On fire, isn't he? Johnny Mack says Antoine Griezmann again. Yet another forward in form. This from Mark Pilkington. Dembele has arrived. Yeah, great game from Usman Dembele. And Girona UK says, are we dreaming? All in capitals. Great stuff. Yes, they are seventh and two points off fifth. And we'll leave the last one to Varad Patil, Ramos's nature call. We've had some good fun on our Twitter feed these last few days. At first, discussing our favourite away shirts in La Liga, Betis and Girona, both strong entries. And then the worst ever ones in all of Spanish football. So bad they're good. You know who you are, Guijuelo and Cultura Leonesa. Anyway, we are at La Liga Lowdown on Twitter. Come find us, follow us and chat with us. We've also got plenty of new subscribers in the first 10 days of our YouTube channel. The custom URL is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash La Liga Lowdown. So go subscribe because tomorrow we launch our first strand, which is the 60 second standoff. This is where two of the squad answer a yes, no question. They have 60 seconds to convince you of their argument. Tomorrow's video has something to do with Barcelona. That's all we'll say. Check it out. Uh, that then becomes a vote on Twitter on Wednesday. And on Thursday, we've got our emoji challenge. Congratulations to everyone who got Antoine Griezmann last week. So plenty for you to look at, get involved with and enjoy. That's your La Liga Lowdown. See you next time. <laughs>